Hey people, welcome back to the Safe Basement. I'm your host, Delight. And I'm your co-host, Keisha. Before we go into the topic, oh, okay. how was your week? Or how has your week been? Because week has not ended. Me, my week has been... Okay, fine. I was... Oh yeah, I've been resting. Basically, I've been writing a lot. And, you know, I just ill yesterday. But thank God for strength. You feel sick of Valentine's Day. Lovesick. <laughs> I knew I was saying lovesick. <laughs> lovesick, we do a big. Please, so it's malaria. Malaria, not lovesickness. But we thank God. Let the weak say I am strong. strong. Hallelujah. Amen. You never ask me. How no. are you doing, Delight? How was your Valentine's Day? <laughs> I beg. Who 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 Valentine? Abi. I beg. But my week has been chill, as you said. Just mm. resting. And this week I've not had motivation to do the things i'm supposed to do mm. but today yeah. i read a post and the person was talking about motivation over discipline no discipline over oh, motivation, motivation. Mm. Does Emmanuel, hashtag oh, wow. wit by reads <laughs> wit by reads shout out to hashtag wit by reads but nice, anyway nice. i read it today and it's i felt no be small so i read it today and i felt challenged and i was like and even today i was supposed to come earlier but i just sat down and i was not coming see how about Stand up now. As I just read that post, I just got the energy. I just rose up. Mm. Wow. The power of like it by Riz. You know? <laughs> the power of it by Riz. And I stood up and I'm here today to record this podcast. Yeah. You didn't think I'll make it, but I'm here. God did. God did. Hallelujah. Amen. But this week has been just chill, as he said. Mm. Resting, writing as much as I can. I've been, even me, I've been trying to. Sickness is doing me, but me, I'm just dodging, <laughs> dodging, dodging. By the grace of God. I will dodge Amen. and win. Amen. Because it's not even funny. But anywho, yeah. I yesterday, <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> what happened? No, I just remember we made a fax. And we said we're not going to go on Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to go on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, bro. We broke yes, the fax. Yesterday showed me that no, I'm but we tried. Like, addicted-ish to Instagram. Or like, you know. But, uh, like because it would be as if something is missing in life. Not even <laughs> just Instagram, social media in general. Right. But I think, but basically in my life, if I have just YouTube, I can survive. You know, yeah. because who am I talking to? Right. If I want to talk to the lead, I'll call. If I want to talk to anybody, I'll call them. Mm-hmm. I but, don't have any love at all. But Instagram, <laughs> but Instagram is like you see everybody's life. life, and you are just like hmm, this, is my friend. Somewhere you have <laughs> you don't even know. Ah, this. Uh, this uh, Libiba, oh my 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 G, let me check what she's up to today. You know, we don't know her from Adam. <laughs> and so it's like, but we tried to be honest. Yeah. we tried. I checked my um, you know, timing. Yeah, 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 I checked. It was not even up to thirty minutes I spent. On Instagram. Today. Yes, so, I I think so. For my for me, sir, by the if not because I went, I went to post, post for yeah. the same basement, I would have not stayed that long. Cause if I my Instagram is even still on the same basement, I've not even gone to. My main Instagram. Oh. So, we are doing good. Yeah, you but, are doing better than me. <laughs> I still sure went to stalk all those couples, yeah, last night. But I didn't like any of their posts. Me cause... too, I didn't like their posts. Because, you know, I'm not liking them to go are... give me my own. <laughs> we are not haters, but it's like... Before everybody will be seeing us there and be like, uh-uh. You don't like it every, every, post, every couple's yeah. post. And I saw like 10 that I never even go to look for someone. Just on it's explore just page. Face. I just I thought the same basement Instagram, not even my own. You can imagine they know what they know what you like. I don't like it. Oh my <laughs> gosh. But anywho, 
everything we have said here is not even relating to what we are talking to, talking mm-hmm. about today. Today we are talking about our favorite scriptures. Super excited. You don't look excited. I am. It's malaria that is causing. <laughs> I'm so excited. And then plus malaria sore throat. So if you hear any, you know, contingencies in my voice, please that's why. Yeah. But we are talking about our favorite scriptures. Woo-hoo. So we are supposed to like pick just five, but you know. It's, it was so it's, hard. It's, it's, it was so hard to pick just five. And it, this is in no particular order because they they are like one million plus versus yeah. the five one. Then all of them are just so so good, sweet and yeah, you know. But we picked, and then we'll we talk about the few that we picked. So, yeah. would you like to start? No, okay, no first. <laughs> I thought of something. Let's guess one for each other. Like let's guess. Let me one guess something your, okay. that will be on your list. Okay, okay. <laughs> you hmm. start. One of your favorite scriptures. <laughs> you why put the friendship to the test? <laughs> it's not. I'm not putting friendship to the test now, but like. Okay, let me it's, see. It's just like. Mm, let me think. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I know you have plenty of favorite scriptures, but do you know, like, coincidentally, this morning as I was mopping, I just thought about it. I was like, hmm. There was one Bible verse you have been quoting recently, but I was mm. like, I don't know if it will be inside, though, but let me just say it. Mm. I don't know the part of the Bible, but it's the part that says, um, I'll give you double for your trouble. One from Isaiah is on my list, but and I when I was writing it, um, I said I have a ton of favorites from Isaiah. But I know, this is my yes, favorite, I know favorite. that Isaiah is one of your favorite books, books yeah. right now. Mm. But uh, that right was now. the one that just came to my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess when I, when I when I thought of what I would guess for your own this morning, you know what the stupid thing that came to my just as a joke, uh, John eleven thirty five. <laughs> But I don't know. No, like, I actually love John eleven thirty five. You see, so it's that's two my words. Guess. It's two words, but it's it's powerful. It tells you that Jesus was as human. Yeah, as we are. As we are. Mm. Even though he was hundred percent divinity, he was hundred percent human. From the book of Psalms, I'm going to guess one from Psalms because I know my you own. love Psalms. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. let's go. Psalm. Even if you can't say it, but if you can quote the mm. place, if you can just quote the place, maybe you can't say. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart, because your name is inside. Does and um, that's um thirty four verse. I mean thirty six verse. Thirty seven verse four. Thirty seven verse four. Yeah, that's one of my. But I didn't write it. Oh, okay. But it's nice, actually nice. the whole Psalm thirty seven. I actually love it because when I read Lady in Waiting for the first time, mm-hmm. and because that was like one of the anchor verses. Oh yeah. Of Lady in Waiting, so I was like, hmm. And that was my church's um verse fourteen twenty two. Yeah, I remember you were like yo. Yeah, yeah. My year of delighting was it, I thought it was delighting the Lord. <laughs> yeah, delighting the Lord for happiness. But me, I used to call it my year of delight. Period. <laughs> year of me. <laughs> Let me try. I guess one of you. Let me try. Okay. Oh God, please, please, Lord, have mercy on your child. Mm. Philippians chapter four, verse. I don't know that verse, but the one that says, uh, um, "Don't be be anxious for nothing, mm. but in everything." It's not inside. It's it's not in, in the... Oh, God. <laughs> it's not... Okay, what I try to do... But that's my... I like the whole of Philippians. I know you like the whole of Philippians. Like, I can... Remember in 2020, that was mm. one of our best... When we read... Karen Kingsbury's books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, this Bible verses I wrote here, but I tried to, like, link them with the... You know, I used to remember seasons in my life okay. by Bible verses and songs. Oh. So, like, I, I tried to... Maybe this hour, because it was just so hard so, to yeah. do. So, I was just, okay, in this is one of my favorite Bible verses. Mm. This is one of my... So, I just... Okay. Did it based on that. So, tell us what is your first. Mm, my number one. 
Because I know particular order. But mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. this is my favorite Bible verse actually At the right moment. now. Job chapter 42 verse 5. That's wonderful. That's one of the ones you wrote down. <laughs> I just knew it. Didn't I wanted to actually say Job? I want something was telling me say Job chapter f- f- um, 42 verse 5. You know, I anyway. was writing this verse. I said, what is this with light verse do? But like, just, I think what introduced... <laughs> I think what introduced me to this verse was like that song, Rumors, mm. obviously. And I was like, which kind, which kind uh, song with this? Rumors. I'm not rumors of my own. So I was watching the video one day, then somebody now types the verse in the comments from the message version. I was like, oh! So <laughs> I went to now, when I was now studying the book of Job and everything, and in um, NLT it says, I had only heard about you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. Yeah. The message says, I admit, I once lived by rumors of you. Now I have it all firsthand from my own eyes and ears. Mm. And you know, this verse just talks about, oh, you, we all know the story of Job, what yeah. all the things he went through. And this verse has always been so, you know, eye-opening to me because when Satan went to God and said, oh, let me disturb Job's life, mm. he went and said, because he's an upright man, he serves you, he loves you. And then after all the things Job went through, he said this. So mm. like Satan already knew that Job knew God. But yeah. after and it, it taught me that after certain experiences, you will get more and more knowledge of God first. Yeah. And you, what you think you know now, haha, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> Go through something, you'll be like, ah God, I had only heard before, mm. but now I have seen. Mm-hmm. So it just it reminds me of um, James chapter one. I think verse is it three to four or so. Or is it four to five that talks about or is it five to six? <laughs> <laughs> Please let me just check that because my mind is not is not at rest. I want to be getting Bible verses right these days, you know. Is it I know James chapter one verse five is asked for wisdom from God. There is not one verse five. It's 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 two to I was correct, two to three, two to four actually. That talks about it says when troubles of any kind come. Come your way, mm-hmm. consider it an opportunity for great joy. Yeah. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect mm-hmm. and complete, mm-hmm. needing nothing. So it just reminded me, as you said it, like when you go through, you know, when we go through hard things, we just feel like, oh my God, this is the worst. Thing. And it actually is very hard when yeah. you go through hard things. But it's like, you should count it as joy. Why? Because at the end of the day, by the time your faith is tested, you'll be more mature, yeah. be more developed, needing nothing. Mm. So how yeah. else will you grow spiritually? Mm. And there was one message I, I think it was Jackie, that yeah. Abraham and I remember message. Yeah. She was like, imagine how your life would be if you never went through any rough time, if mm. you never went through any hard time. I was just thinking about it, and I'm like, of course I would know God, or I yeah. would love God, but I would just be like, oh Jesus, I love you. Yeah, love it you. would have just been Pecky this... emotions yeah. and everything, but now you know that ah, through thick and thin. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Okay, my first, in no particular order, she said, <laughs> Psalm 32, verse 8 to 9. It says, mm-hmm. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Mm-hmm. Do not be like a senseless horse or mule ah. that needs a bit and bre- <laughs> bridle to keep it under control. I love the first part, but the second part to me is like a warning. warning yeah. Like, and the day this verse came to me, it was, you know, all this. I don't know if this happens to you. So, when you pray a Bible verse, like you just hear a Bible verse. And to be very honest, I'm very skeptical whenever I hear Bible verses in my heart because I'm like, oh my God, I'll just open it to be one. And so, Jehovah. <laughs> 
Joachim, why thank you? Don't you have even what? What is this? Like, so I'm always very skeptical whenever I hear it, but I'm like, please, Lord. Till now, I see pray about it. God, please deliver me from um, being skeptical and yeah. being unbelieving. Just allow me to, whenever I hear it, let me just open it. Even if it doesn't make any, any sense, sense now, that, exactly. maybe one day exactly. it will come back to me. So that day, I finished prayer and I just heard it clearly. Like, mm-hmm. I can remember Psalm 32, verse 8 to 9. And I was like, okay, God, I beg. Please, let this be correct. Let it make sense. Because I was actually praying about um, this, my whole school issue. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, very confused. I was at that point in my life where I was always praying. And I was like, God, what is next? next yeah. What am I supposed to do next? Am I supposed to continue doing online school? Am I supposed to drop out of online school and try and look for another school? I was just confused. I was praying. And I heard that verse. And I was like, oh, Lord, please. And I just kept hearing something like I was not hearing any other answer, just something mm-hmm. two verse eight to nine. And I opened it and I said, and I was like, oh my God. And I said, weeping. I was like, God. It's talking about God wings. You know, I opened it and I, I was just weeping because I was like, oh my God. Like that was one of the very first times that it was so accurate. Like mm. speaking to my present situation, yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is good. And that part that says, I will guide you along the best pathway. So it's like God, the place God will lead you to will be the best because mm. you know, um, there's from doctrine we have learned that there's a permissive will and there's perfect, perfect will. will. Yeah. And so it's like I do not want to live in permissive will. I mm. want to always be in God's perfect will. And so when I read it, and from there I kept like for days and weeks I kept praying the best over my life. And with time now I've seen more clarity. And it's like mm. it tells me the power that is in the Word of God. So yeah. yeah. That's it for me. Make I write them down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Number my number two was uh, is a verse from Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have a ton of favorite verses from Isaiah. Mm-hmm. But this is my favorite favorite. <laughs> Isaiah chapter fifty eight verse eleven. The Lord will guide you continually, mm-hmm. giving you water when you are dry mm-hmm. and restoring your strength. You will be like a well watered garden, like an ever flowing spring. And I was just like, the first time I saw this verse, I was like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> i was so happy because it, it's just a confirmation like when life is going haywire mm. god says i will guide you continually giving mm. you water when you are dry it's just like it's just like somebody like god is a dispatch rider he knows when you are hungry mm. so whenever you're hungry he's just there with food <laughs> there with food that's like the example that came to my yeah. mind but that's just what the verse is saying i will guide you continually and how he's able to give you water when you are dry is because he's guiding you continually. Mm. He's with you always. Like, mm. And that's that's one of the verses that made me realize that God has always already promised to be with me. I don't have to beg him to yeah. go with me. You know, he's with me. So it's just for me to know. So like whenever I feel like, oh God, this life, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'll just remember God is guiding me continually, giving me water when I'm dry. I am a well-watered garden. I am an ever-flowing spring. And it's yeah. great encouragement to me. And it's... Just what you're saying, as I heard the verse, it just reminded me of um, when you're empty. You know that verse in Matthew chapter 5, in message translation that says, um, when you come to the end of yourself, mm. um, that's where you have more of God. Yeah. And so it's like being empty or feeling like you are dry and feeling like you're at the end of yourself is not always a bad thing. Yeah. So that is, we feel yes. like, when we feel dry and when we feel like we don't have anything, we always feel like, Oh God my has God. Left us. Yes. And sometimes it's like God is doing that because 
maybe we are coming to a place where we are becoming too independent. Yeah. Yes, I'm self-sufficient. And so it's like whenever you feel dry, it's it's a call to be closer to God. It's a mm. call to allow God to move your life. Yeah, so, yeah. that's so nice. Okay, mm, my next one. Genesis 16, 13, New Living Translation. Thereafter, Hagar used another name to refer to the Lord mm. who had spoken to her. She said, you are the God who sees me. She also said, have I truly seen the one who sees me? Mm. Other translation, um, don't ask it as a question. It's just, I have seen, seen the, one. the one who sees me, who truly, mm. truly sees me. Um, why this verse really is one of, to be very honest, one of my favorite names for God is Elroy, yeah. the God who sees me. Yeah. That's because for the longest time, even till now, I still face it where I feel I'm not seen. Mm. I feel like when I enter rooms, I'm just invisible and then nobody sees me. Whenever I go to like new places, like when I went to Ukraine, nearly, I know, me myself, I'm not even going to act like, you know, I don't know. Me, I know that I'm not one of the coolest people alive. I know I'm not one of the most attractive people in quotes. So it's like whenever I enter rooms, it's not like people are like, oh my God, I want to be friends with her. <laughs> so when... You are serious, they go... Just reminding me of... <laughs> I, I wrote that series because of myself, Sha. Mm. So, because of that, I just felt like um, people don't see me and people mm. don't know me. People just judge me based on, oh, this girl doesn't smile. So, it's like, oh, we can't talk to her. And it's like, you will not even try to, like, understand why does this person um, really act the way they do. Because for me, personally, I try not to judge people based on... Because I know, I know how it feels. So, yeah. I try not to judge people based on, oh, how they keep their face or... Sometimes the way they talk, it's just like maybe there's something at the root of the whole thing. So for me, I didn't feel seen by people. I still sometimes don't feel seen, which sometimes it's not on them. It's mm, on me yeah. and my insecurities and everything. And so when I found, when I read Genesis 19, Genesis 16 that day, it just came to me in a new light that Hagar was this maid mm. that was used basically yes, she exactly. was used because she she didn't really have a say in the whole situation. Mm -hmm. Her Madam, <laughs> Sarah just said, oh, you will sleep with your master and give me a child. And it was like, oh, there was oh, nothing yeah. that she could yeah, do. Exactly. She was, she and was she, she now decided that, okay, I will be the surrogate mother for um, Sarah and Abraham. And then, because, of course, she went out, she actually went out of line by mm -hmm. um, speaking rudely to Sarah. But Sarah was like, oh, I'm done. Abraham, you have to send her away. Mm -hmm. And Abraham sent her away. And she was just in that desert alone, pregnant with a child. Yes, this but you know she um she, she was sent it. away two oh, times. Then this sixteen and I think twenty two. Mm. So this was the first one. So mm. it was like she was in the desert, pregnant. Who knew whether she was even at the verge of giving birth? We don't even know how how far along she was yeah. pregnant. And she was in that desert. She was hungry. She was thirsty. And then an angel appeared to her mm. and told her this that God has heard her cry. Mm. And it's like when I heard it. Please let me not cry. <laughs> when I heard it, I was just like, oh my God. I, I, of course, I can't relate with what Hagar was going through, but yeah. I just, it, it came to me in a new way. It was like God was telling me this that I am the God who truly sees you. Like, I see your ins, I see your outs, like all the flaws, every single thing. I see your weaknesses, I see your strengths, the things I have made you, and still, I see you and Amen. I love you. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's why I love Genesis mm. 16, 13. And it's so important for people to feel seen, honestly. Yeah. You know that Karen Kingsbury's you were seeing movement yeah. or something that they used to leave cards? Because most times, that's a lot of things. That's something a lot of people, you know, struggle with. Mm. That's such a good verse. Yeah. Okay, my third is um, 
first john chapter 4 verse 18 so, such love has no fear because perfect love expels yeah. all fear if we are afraid it is for fear of punishment and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love mm. this verse is a verse that people quote a lot oh mm, there perfect is no love. Fear love perfect, perfect love, love cast out fear. Yeah. and people used to even say it and do uh, when they do their relationship post they'll come and do there is no fear in love because perfect <laughs> love cast out fear sorry the love between you and your significant other is not perfect i'm not trying to be a hater well, the only person capable of perfect love is God, mm-hmm. you know, because no matter what we try to say, our love for people is based on their performance. Mm. You do today, I love you. You don't do tomorrow, I don't love you as much. You know? mm. Like, but God's love is perfect, and mm. you know that that line in Jerry. Oh, that's my favorite line in Jerry. I'll never be more loved just than I beginning. am right now. <laughs> I'm serious. Like when I heard that song from that first line, I, I just like, press love, like on my Spotify. <laughs> I just press love as I just. I was just like, I don't need to hear anything more. That's the end. <laughs> but. It's it's always nice to know that no matter what I do, God never loved me more than the way He loved me the day He thought about me, thought mm. about conceiving me. And neither will He, he love you less. He will not love me less. He will not love me anymore. He will not love me. His love is perfect. It's constant throughout time. Mm. You know, nothing I do will make Him say, "Oh, I don't love you anymore." I don't yeah. And so being secure, you know, um, this year I think our church. Uh, no, I think I, I know that our church is um promises the year of being established in the love and grace of god mm. and um uh py was saying that if you are established in god's love and or god's grace when all, all these things come your first instinct is not be oh god why me oh god this i say god i know that you love me mm. and so when you just have that perspective every other thing will make sense mm. and then you know god's in god's perfect love there's no room for fear fear mm. of punishment and it comes with sin too like some when I was growing up, I'm still growing up. When I was like little, like <laughs> in secondary school, anytime I see, I'll just be like, ah, hellfire! Oh, oh, I don't you know. <laughs> but now it's it's revealing to me that in God's perfect love, there's no need to fear fear of hell, fear mm. of death, fear of God's yeah. love for me is perfect and is constant. So yeah. no matter what happens, He loves me. I don't know. I'm always chipping it, but <laughs> I, every single verse I say, I don't know why I'm just having like another verse to link it to. But it reminds me of Romans chapter eight, mm. and nothing shall separate us from the from the love of God. Period. Neither high height, <laughs> neither depths, neither angels. Like it called different yeah, conditions. Different no hunger, thirst, whatever it is, mm-hmm. will not separate us from the love of God because His love is perfect, mm. unconditional. He died for us even while we were sinners. So it's like, if he did that, why yeah. we did not even know we needed it? What makes us think that, oh, we can do something now to make him love us less or love us more? Mm. So yeah. Okay, my next one. Let me just do this one. Song of Solomon. I know people will be like, oh my God, what is in Song of Solomon? <laughs> Let him <What>? kiss me. <laughs> kiss me, kiss me again. There's one that's in a song like that. But... One time, one year, I think 2021, I read Songs of Solomon in TPT. Oh! Ah. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> oh like, that... I think I know the verse you're about to say. Okay. Should I guess? What? Is this verse in Songs of Solomon? I mean, you have Songs of Solomon chapter 4 verse. Just say, what, what does it say? You have captured my... Yes, 4 verses. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. But, like, when I read it in TPT that year, like, my relationship with God changed. And mm. I'm not even lying. Like, 
for the longest time i had just seen god as oh loving father yeah love like i knew it's like i had that head knowledge that mm. yeah he's a loving father but i hadn't really experienced Hallelujah. the love of god like i had experienced it but you know you it grows in stages yeah. it keeps growing and i i felt like i hadn't really really hadn't been established been established in my mind that God really loves me. Mm. And so when I read Song of Solomon in TPT, bruh, mm. every single day after I read, I'm not lying, I'll cry. Like, every single day. Because the way TPT puts it, like, it makes me even forget that, oh, it was about one man and one man. like, um, words in red. Yeah. And it was so... It's like words of Jesus, that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. And I was like, oh my God, like, blown away. So anyway, Songs of Solomon chapter 4, verse 9, it says, You have captured my heart, my treasure, my mm. bride. You hold this hostage with one glance of your eyes, mm-hmm. with a single jewel of your necklace. Mm-hmm. But the part that really is with one glance of your eyes. One look. That's the song. <laughs> that is the song that, like, for me, accompanies this verse. Yeah. There's one thing this half I always say. She said, you had me at hello. Mm, you had yeah. me at hello. Like, so once, immediately I came to God and I just said, Lord, I'd already gotten his attention. So yeah. it's like, and God loves me so much that whenever he even gave me this confidence that whenever I come to pray, mm. I don't have to do too much. You know, sometimes we feel like, oh, we have to rouse up some kind of emotion, Open some portals you know, access, uh, access some things. And it's like, no, you just come simply yeah. kneel down or sit down, whatever it is you do when you pray and just be attentive to God and just speak just say lord and just say what you need to say and it's like mm. he's, he has already heard you even i think um later on in the gospels jesus to tell us that um your father already knows what you, you need, need before yeah. you even ask yeah. so it's like i don't need to do too much to get mm. god's attention i yeah we know god is um busy in quotes sometimes <laughs> we think hey god is busy he's um trying to make sure the rhythm of the earth, the sun is shining at the right <laughs> angle and the moon comes out at the right time. And there's this verse in Psalm, I can't really remember it, but basically it was talking about how the sun rises at the time it's supposed to yeah. um, rise and sets at the time it's supposed to set. And just um, the revelation I got from it is like, if God um, controls the rhythm of time, like the rhythm of the world, and it's like it has never missed, messed up for even one day, mm-hmm. how much more my life? Like, yeah. I know it doesn't even relate to what I'm saying now, but it just taught me that how much more, if God if God has never messed up the sun, we, are, we have never been afraid that, oh, today the sun is not going to rise. Mm-hmm. Even on days that they say there's eclipse, we, at least we know there's going to be an eclipse, so mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. it's going to be weird, but we have never ever woken up with the fear that, oh my God, it's not going to, the sun is not going to come out today, or it's not going to set, it's mm-hmm. just going to be morning throughout today. So it's like, it gave me that confidence that God that has set that whole reading has the reading of my life set. And just to go back to the verse, one glance of your eyes, that's mm. my eyes, I've captured God. So mm. it's like, you have captured. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's a really nice verse. It's, it's such a romantic, you know, verse from the Lord to us. And then maybe when you marry, when you to your husband. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> For we single Pringles just from the Lord to us. Um, my next favorite verse is some people would think it's weird, but anyway, Revelation chapter 22, verse 20. He who testifies to this thing says, Surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Amen. Even so, come, come Lord, Lord Jesus. Jesus. I Woo! love that verse so much. <laughs> Why? Because okay, um, growing up, my grandfather used to pray. 
like when at the end of his prayer, bah, mm. you just you pray, 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 then at the end, before you say in Jesus' name, you say, Even so, come, Lord Jesus. And I'm like, This man, you want to come and send us to heaven before our time? <laughs> like that time, I didn't even know it was in the Bible. When I now read this in Revelation, oh my god, this is in the Bible. Mm. And with the way things are unfolding now, I just love the verse so much. <laughs> like the times I used to, the amount of times I used to say this verse in a day is alarming. <laughs> when when I just hear, Oh, earthquake in Turkey, I just be like, In my oh heart, my or I'll not say that, I'll just say, Come on, Lord Jesus. <laughs> because, ah, this rates. Jesus, Lord, please come. But, like, it's just, you know, this was the end of John's um, revelation. Yeah. Uh, where he said, you know, he who testifies to this thing says, surely I am coming quickly. Jesus said, I am coming quickly. Mm. And then my response should not be, oh, Jesus, wait till I marry. Oh, wait till I this. Oh, wait till I this. It's even so come, Lord Jesus. Because no matter what we do, we cannot hasten the time mm. he's going to come. We cannot send it, push it back. He knows when he's coming. Sorry, God knows when he's coming. Mm. And our own is just to... And I've noticed that praying that just helps me helps me to keep in line with mm. you know, what God wants me to be doing. And mm. when I'm saying, even so, come Lord Jesus, and I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing, I will say, okay, when Jesus comes, God, catch this is what you want to be doing. This is what you want to be doing, you know. It just helps me stay in line. Yeah, so. and I think it's also a hopeful verse. Yes. In the world we are in now, there's a lot of, <laughs> like, terrible... Like, every single day... Like since like 2020, mm-hmm. there is one thing or the other happening. Yeah. So for we Christians, this is like a hopeful verse that, yeah, the world is going to spoil. Maybe mm-hmm. who knows the world is going to spoil. But at the end of the day, we have hope that Jesus. Jesus will come, yeah. and there will be a new Jerusalem, mm. and there will be a new earth. So that's like enough hope for us. Yeah. Okay, my next. Let me go to the New Testament now. Okay. Um. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15 to 16 mm, says, <laughs> This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, mm-hmm. for he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. Mm-hmm. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Mm-hmm. We do not have a high priest who does not empathize with our weakness. It's, it's so... Mm-hmm. Um, comforting to yeah. know that jesus came to this earth and he wasn't just um god mm. he was also man he yeah. was 100 percent god 100 percent man so he faced every testing out there every temptation out there and yet he did not sin mm. so for me the hope there is that whenever i go through whenever i'm, I'm being tempted i always like this verse a lot of time comes to my mind when i'm being tempted because it reminds me that Jesus was tested, mm-hmm. and yet he did not sin. Yeah. So it's like there is grace for me, because he left me the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit, is, the Bible tells us in Romans that that same Spirit that raised us from the dead lives in you. So it's like the Holy Spirit lives in me, and he he is giving me power not to sin. So whenever I'm being tempted, I can remember that oh Jesus was also tempted and he never sinned. Yeah. So I also have there is grace for me to out of that temptation victoriously and the second part says we can now come before the throne mm-hmm. boldly we are not coming boldly because we deserve yeah, to come there exactly. we are coming there through jesus that's why whenever we pray we say in, in jesus, jesus name. name we are not coming to present our filthy righteousness before mm-hmm. god we are coming to present our righteousness in christ yeah so it's like yes i can come boldly to my father's throne yeah. because jesus has done the work for me so mm-hmm. yeah and there's something I just thought to chip it in here. Okay. There's something that um that uh, PY and my dad used to 
I think my dad heard it from himself. So okay. he, they used to say it. I think he, he used to call it relative righteousness. He said that's what most believers have. Mm. Because relative righteousness is basically you looking down on other people and be like, oh, I righteous past you, so God will mm. accept me more than you. But there's this analogy he used. He said, if the cutoff point for a course in the university is 200, and I get 199, mm. and somebody gets maybe like 170, and I'm like... Laughing at the person that got one seven, yeah, you fail. Oh, mm-hmm. there's so both of us are not see, going to get admitted. Place, we are yeah. in the same boat. All of us now fail. We still fail. Yeah. So like, it's the only two hundred we have. Like before God is Jesus. Jesus. Mm. So he's the only way we can go. Mm. Any other righteousness is relative because I'm more righteous than you. I'm more, even if you get one nine one you are still not going. So it's just with Jesus. No matter how righteous you think you are. Jesus is the only, you know, reason why we can enter boldly because he has done everything for us. He feels what we feel. Mm. He came, he became like us and empathized with our feelings and mm. everything. So, yeah, it's just so nice. My next verse, I'm contemplating on which one to say next. This is your last one. Uh, this should be this my last. This is the fifth, yes. Oh, it's, not the, it's not the end of the world, even if you don't say if you still post on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let me just say this Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. Mm. Uh, I didn't write that one down, so let me read it. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. Mm. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death. Mm. And you know, this the culture of Christianity in Nigeria has become oh, you can never suffer mm. when you have Jesus, suffer no, such life christianity <laughs> but that's not the truth you know if yeah. you see the pioneer of christianity because right. most people call him that paul he said he went re- and i just want to chip this in here um the verse that says and god shall supply all your needs philippians chapter 4 verse 19 mm-hmm. he he was in prison yeah and he told them this same god who takes care of me will supply your needs from his glorious riches why did he tell them that because they were giving for the gospel they were doing that 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 so it's not you that you will just sit down and, and tie your hands and be like, oh God, just so funny. I'm not saying that it's a transactional relationship mm-hmm. we have with God, but mm-hmm. like it's not give and get, but you can't just sit down and quote scriptures and take them out of context without mm. knowing what the people that were writing them and the people that were writing them to were doing at yeah. the time. And then back to my suffering with him verse. It's just, you know, you know that um Philippians chapter three is where Paul was telling them, Oh, I did this, I have this qualification. Mm. And where he said all these things were gained to me, but I've counted them lost for Christ. Yeah. And it's just a this verse is always a you know one of the top up there for me in my mm. Christian race because whenever things don't go my way, I'm not saying every suffering is you know ordained by God to send to me, but yeah. no matter what I go through, God did, God probably didn't want Paul to go to prison, but the people who were fighting against him and he mm-hmm. went, mm-hmm. you know, and Jesus suffered a lot for us, oh a lot. Mm. And no matter what we suffer, nothing will ever measure up the mm-hmm. suffering that Jesus suffered for us. And when people say the fellowship of his suffering means another song that comes with this is that Chandamos album, Feelings. Mm. You know, when I listen to that album, that part that he was just talking, that feelings mm. song, you know, he said, um, they join him in the fellowship of his suffering. What is fellowship? Togetherness. Mm. So when Jesus is suffering, I'm suffering too. It's not just, oh, Jesus loves me, oh, Jesus has washed my sins. There are a lot of things that come with it, like mm. everything. I should be able to accept everything he has done, and it will help me to know him on a deeper level. Mm. Paul, Paul said that I may know him 
the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering. So most of us want only the power of resurrection. Oh, I want to raise the dead. I want to do the this. I want to do the that. You don't want to suffer. Sorry. It's not possible. Mm. And again, I'm chipping him, but oh, um, <laughs> it just remind, it reminded me of Matthew chapter 20. Um, when um, the sons of Zebedee, James and John, their mom came to ask for Jesus to sit her sons. You know, she wanted her sons to have VIP yeah, in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, he said, verse 26, he said, well, among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. Mm. 27. And whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave. Verse 28. For even the son of man came not to be served, but to save others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mm. And it just reminded me about it because it's like, there is no crown mm. without suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like there's suffering first before the crown. Yeah. So, yeah. And something about crowns that um has stuck out to me this week, this Jackie message I listened to also, mm. she said, you know, the reason why um it's, it's so nice that Jesus did everything for us and, you know, we literally don't have to do anything. We are just saved by grace. You know, we don't have to work for our salvation. So that when we get to glory and we get our crowns, will not remove our crown and be like, oh my gosh, this is what I deserve. This is what I have gotten. You remove it and cast it at the feet of the one who got you there. And mm. she related it to that another favorite verse recently. Now, to him who is able to keep you from stumbling. Mm. I reminded me of what Gabriela was telling us concerning people from our school and I was just thinking about it this morning. It's actually the one who is able to keep us from stumbling because in our own strength, ha, this world is designed to make us stumble. Yeah. But God is the one that keeps. God mm. is the one that even with all the suffering, he's the one that upholds, and it's so comforting to know that. Yeah. Okay, my last one, which I'm trying to contemplate, <laughs> but it's like, oh God, oh God. Oh my gosh. This is, Don't worry, this we, is we so go hard. Bonus one. <laughs> Let me just see. Hmm. God, I don't know. <laughs> this is so hard. Ah, okay. Let me just go to my one of my favorite stories in. The New Testament, the woman at the well. Mm. John chapter 4, verse 14. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. Mm. It becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within them, giving mm. them eternal life. This relates to that, my Isaiah verse. Right? Mm. In some way, yeah. But when I read this verse, what comes to my mind every single time is um, how Jesus is so particular mm. when he encounters people. Yeah. Like he. Uh, that's the first thing, at first glance, that's the first thing that comes to my mind, that he speaks to people based on um, their situation and based on what they would relate to it. Yeah. That, like, that's why you see whenever he tells parables like to different crowds, it's yeah. like it's something they are going to be able to relate with, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like when he told, uh, when he, he was calling Peter, he said, Fish. I'll make you, he, he said fisher of men mm-hmm. because that's yeah. what Peter would relate with. So. And this one was fetching water at the well. So he used the water. So it's just like first thing I taught me is that Jesus is a what they call now is the object teacher. What there's a what they call the shah boys. Jesus uses things mm. to teach. He used he used <laughs> Mike Todd, King of Props. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like Jesus used the things he knew people would relate with yeah. to teach to drive home a point. And in this case he used water for this woman. Mm. And why it, it really um stood out to me is because this woman's situation she had been married six times 
married five times, was with the sixth man that wasn't even her husband. So that is to tell you, apart from the fact that um, whatever it is, whatever was the reason why she was getting divorced, it's to tell you that like she wasn't giving up because she felt like maybe if she enters this next mm-hmm. one, this is going to be it. She's going to be satisfied. And it's like, no. For me, what it taught me is that no love, no human love yeah. is ever, is not going to ever be enough to satisfy me. Mm. I can keep searching. And to be very honest, I have come to that place where I know what it means to search, mm. to keep trying for human love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and keep trying to get what you can't ever get. There was a day after I heard this, um, nothing else by Cody Kans. Nothing else, nothing else will do. Uh-huh. That day, like, I think that, maybe it was around the same time I read this John chapter 4, like, extensively for the very first time. And then, I I know I wrote a note like that, shout to God. Basically, it's on this iPad. So basically, what I was saying is that I can keep searching Mm. over and over again. You know, there's no one like God. I I have searched in some way trying mm-hmm. to think that oh this person is going to complete me in some way this thing i don't have this person has it is going to complete me and it's like no no human love is ever going to satisfy you the way jesus will because as we said in the first season of the investment we said there's a god-shaped hole mm. in your heart that only god only god can feel exactly and only yeah, his love is perfect only, yeah only his love is perfect so at the end of the day nothing else will satisfy you yeah. as long as you don't enter that place where you realize that oh the love of jesus is what is going to satisfy me is what is going to make me not to thirst again Mm -hmm. you're going to keep running dry Mm -hmm. looking for human relationships to fill you yeah yeah and i also think that when you are now you know assured of god's love yeah when you find your footing in god's love human relationships are made easier Mm. Because you are not giving anybody the responsibility of making you happy. Yeah. You are not giving anybody the, respons- the sole responsibility of satisfying your every mm-hmm. need. So it, it's just easier that mm-hmm. way. And coming to the second part, it says giving them eternal life. That's that's the biggest gift ever. Mm-hmm. Eternal life. Like, we can, <laughs> nothing else. Mm-hmm. Like, we can keep looking for whatever gift it is. Because at the end of the day, those things are going to end on yeah. this part of eternity. And at the end of the day, there's going to be eternity. We are going to be faced with, are we going to go into heaven? Or are we going to go to hell? I know people hate to hear heaven and hellfire messages and all those <laughs> things. But the truth is that that is, that is reality. Mm-hmm. So we have to come face to face with reality and choose that, oh, am I going to accept this love of God that is going to lead me to eternal life? Or am I going to refuse it? Because that is... That is where you're not going to receive salvation, where you keep refusing the love of God. Yeah. And the more you keep trying to resist, resist, it's going to come a day where, <laughs> peace, you're, you're going to leave this earth. Yeah. Because that's like, I know people hate it. Like, even me, to be very honest, I used to um, fear whenever people spoke about heaven and hellfire, speaking about eternal life. But now, I'm like, this is the reality. And why, why would we be ashamed to talk about it? Yeah. So it's like, I'm no longer afraid of um, thinking about oh, heaven and hellfire now mm-hmm. because I am secured in the fact that I have eternal life. Yeah. And so by the time I say deuces from this earth, <laughs> on to the next. On to glory. Glory. Glorification. Hallelujah. Where we shall see God. Mm. Oh, glory and, to Jesus. Ah, another verse I like, sorry. Is that one that Paul said, um, now we see things. First Corinthians chapter 13. Verse... 12, because I know there are 13 verses. So yeah, 13 are. Is, these ones are by faith, hope, and love. So it should be the last one before that. 
Or maybe yeah, first Wednesday, 13. <laughs> Let me find it. 12, you're right. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. Yes. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. Hallelujah. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything, everything completely, completely, just as God, God knows. now knows me, me completely. completely. Exactly. So everything in this world is just fickle. Yes. And then when Job said, I know that my Redeemer lives and I will mm. stand at last and in my yet in my body I will see God. Mm. And that's one of the hopes that you know some people should have passing through eternity. Yeah. I don't know everything now. I can't figure everything out. Mm-mm. I don't have the answers to everything. I don't even want to have the answers Mm-mm. to everything. But one day when I behold the face of Jesus, mm. it will be enough. Mm. It will be clear. Yeah. It will everything will make sense. I it wouldn't even care to ask the questions yes. I was asking here. Because yes. everything will just be like, at an instance, it will all make sense. Mm, and to be honest, this is actually one of my favorite verses, First Corinthians 13, 12, mm. because it's like so hopeful. Mm, yeah. Like whenever I go through hard stuff and it's like, I'm not seeing the answers, I, I come to the place where I'm like, okay, God, you know the answer. I might not understand, but you know. Mm-hmm. And I know that at the end of the day, it's going to all make sense. Yeah. Even if I never receive the answers, because the truth is that even when you go to heaven, it's not like God is just going to stay and just start explaining. So this thing mm. you went through, this is what happened, and this is what happened. But like just like it's going, going to go make to sense. Heaven, you ask God, mm. like God will sit down and say, "Okay, time for Q and A." Now ask me all your questions. <laughs> now ask me all your questions. You, there's no time for that. By the time you see God, God, when we glorify, glorifying, praising the and, one who got us there, like and that's so hopeful. So that was a perfect bonus verse. Best. So well, from the both of us I mean to them. To end this podcast. Because we could go, so on, we could go on, and on and on. Because <laughs> the truth is that the Bible is such a beautiful book. Yeah. It's full of God's promises. Yeah. Full of God's commands, which is very important, not just promises. Because I think so that we can just be, be so giddy about, giddy about the promises and, and then forget we forget the requirements. Yeah. So it's like the word of God is complete, mm. it's perfect, it doesn't need any addition or subtraction. So, mm. in case you guys um, listen to this podcast and you're like, oh, how can these girls just love the Bible? Because the truth is that, the truth of the matter is that there are some people that really don't understand the concept of how can you love the Bible? Mm. Because it's like, oh my God, it's so boring, it's so this, it's so that. Maybe next week we are going to talk about Bible study. Mm. Maybe. 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 Or in some weeks to come. Or in some weeks to come, but not because we are perfect, not because we know everything. <laughs> we are not going to tell you our own truth. Yes, yeah. <laughs> what has been working for us? Well, just to end it, I'll just say this. Um, try different translations. Thank you. That was what in my mind um, to say. Don't limit yourself to King James, because I know people that use King James, a lot of people, it's because they want to sound more spiritual. Let us say it as it is. Mm. The truth why some people want to use King James, but they want to sound more spiritual. By the time you use thus and thou, it's like, mm. oh my God, this is the mandate of the <laughs> Lord. And it's like, when you now hear simple English from message, it's like, nah, that's mm. not it. But no, try... Yeah, I heard that uh, one of the most um, accurate translations from um, whatever um, language it was written in the Bible to English is um, ESV. Yeah, standard, a lot of people use that. Yeah, so you can start with English standard version if you don't want like something that would overchange, overchange the, the Holy Writ. Yeah, Holy Writ. <laughs> so yeah, start with ESV. NLT is good too. And just keep working your way. And up the ladder. It's, it's very interesting. Reading the Bible is important and it's beautiful. Uh, another something. thing I would like to say is that, you know, some people will be like, oh my gosh, the Old Testament is boring. Oh my gosh, this is <laughs> I feel like if you want to start reading the Bible, if you're just, people always recommend John, but I think for me, I recommend the letters of Paul. They are so 
dramatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, not like of course you will come back to them later when you like understand, but yeah. just read something that they are not like dramatic, but those are the that's New Testament, that's basically for the church. Mm. Then when you are now because I, I think I'm doing I'm doing one um I even wanted to say it means job happened during Genesis because I'm doing one Bible plan, one year chronological walk through the Bible the, in the order that they were written. They stopped Genesis to put Job. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so I meaning it happened around Are you that sure? time. I don't know. And I checked, and I googled it too because I My was confused. My life has been a lie. What is that? <laughs> what is that? I was confused. So I googled it. I said, when did the book of Job happen? And they were like, oh, before they, like something, something, many, many, many busy. <laughs> I was so shocked. Eh. Bro, but anyway, that's just aside. But like when you do that, you cannot start reading the new test and uh, the old testament in simpler translations. Yeah. I know Leviticus and all those books and Judges and Chronicles can be so boring, but you know, God come and give you a message from all these. God has given messages in those weird chronicles books, and those weird we think they are weird mm-hmm. and boring. And just um try reading commentaries. Yes. There's um John Calvin, Matthew Henry. Tony Evans has new Tony one. Evans has a commentary. Matthew Henry, to be honest, is boring because it's written king james language mm. like oh my god what is this but try yeah there's one i started using david guzik one man like that and it's in simple english mm. it's it's more like he he they didn't call it a commentary he called it like a, i can't remember what they call it it's not like his explanations of yeah, scripture yeah. but just we, we are just adding that just in case we never do the bible study <laughs> Never did the Bible study podcast, but, but if yeah. you guys want us to do it, yeah, you can just let us know. Us. We'll... And maybe I was thinking, maybe we can do Q and A, not just Bible study Q and A. Like any, if we, uh, if you have any questions to ask us, just tell us. If it's not plenty enough, we'll, if it's like a lot of questions, we'll dedicate the episode. If it's not, we can just chip it in. End. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Well, listening. We know we have rambled, 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 but we hope our rambling makes sense to you guys. Mm. Remember to. Like like our post on Instagram, then you um follow our podcast on Spotify and all the platforms you listen to. Leave us a rating. We hope five, it stars. five stars. Thank you guys. <laughs> and you know, thank you. Come back next week and listen, listen to, to your other favorite podcasters. <laughs> we believe you are your favorite podcasters. Amen. So thank you guys and follow us on all our social media.